Oh, there's that sound that we have missed for so long. Ah, 2023, and guess where you are? Yes, you're with the two smoking guns. And in fact, we've, uh, we're just coming off our little Christmas break. Um, so this is all new stuff. So you might have been tuning in over the last uh, several weeks and hearing things, thinking, gee, I reckon I've heard that before. Oh, yeah, I reckon I've heard that before. That silly gag that they ran with, or that track of music that Rutsi came up with that no one's ever heard of, but uh, uh, we all thoroughly enjoyed. Anyway, um, here we are, Two Smoking Guns 2023 uh, episode, um, I suppose, episode one live. Uh, we hope you uh, will uh, stay with us throughout the course of the year. Uh, but without further ado, Rutsy, hello to you, my oh, son. Oh, and look, happy new year. Happy uh, new year. I, I don't know. What's the statute of limitations yes. on happy new year? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Well, yeah, I'll tell you what. If hot cross buns can <laughs> yes. now be in now be in supermarkets, True. I reckon I could probably say to you, Happy New Year, even before it was New Year. You'd probably, <laughs> probably get away with it until Australia Day. Oh, easily. Yeah. Easily. Yeah. yeah. And well, then it's probably when you haven't seen someone since New Year's. Well, You're allowed to get away with that. Yeah. yeah, well, if I don't see you till November, I'm going to say Happy New Year, but I've covered it off now. So yeah. anyway, uh, you are with the two smoking guns, and we hope uh, you'll stay with us, as I say, for the course of the year. And uh, we're going to mix things up a bit this year. We're, we're going to go and find some interesting people to talk to. And in, in fact, I'll uh, I'll open up by saying, and it, and it won't be on uh, this particular episode, but uh, I've come across a chap uh, whose father back in 1970, worked for MSS Security. What's MSS? Well, I don't know. It's a security firm. Right. But well, anyway, obviously, but uh, what yeah, does but it, anyway, it stand for? So, well, I, I'm not sure, and I don't really care. <laughs> right, uh, right. All right. So we're just going to move on. Uh, but there, more importantly, uh, something quite monumental happened back in the day in relation to security. Yeah. And in fact, uh, a theft. There was a payroll theft. And they got away with $250,000 back in 1970. That wasn't the bookie robbery, was no, it? No, it wasn't the great bookie robbery right. or the great train robbery. No, this was the great big... This was the great payroll robbery. Oh, right, yeah. And in fact, I've come across a chap... Oh, who, so this, this is when payroll was in cash. Yes, it was in not cash. Injected straight and in into fact, your I, bank I believe that there were people just witnessing these uh, thieves basically walking out the front door Right. With all of this cash. Is that right? Yeah. And in fact, um, a little segue. Have you watched a show called uh, Kaleidoscope? Yeah. and Have you got to the end, though? Yeah. And I, I didn't watch the last episode. Didn't you? silly. Did you see them walk out the door with all the, all the loot? No. Oh, see, I, that's... That I got to the best bit. An ultimate one. Yeah. Where they're all... Because it's all disjointed at different times. Yeah, that's and right. And this was the episode when it was after. Yeah. And everyone was getting you shot and shot. You have to off. watch the last one because it puts it all into perspective. It was as 11 to... o'clock and I couldn't nah, go anywhere. Go, 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 go back. <laughs> go right. back and, and do it because... I give it in a fact, run. now I've given uh, part of it away, but no, that's right. Um, anyway, I knew, I knew yes. where it was going. So um, ultimately, uh, the, the, these dudes just basically walked out the front door, and everybody saw them, and they were in security um, uniforms, and they just thought they were part of the yep. uh, part of the gang that was delivering money. Well, uh, I'll watch it. I'll but watch it. but what I'm told, and uh, and and on good advice, 
is that there's more to the story that was never written about, and the chap that we're going to interview is going to tell us what oh, those lovely. things were. Nice. So uh, like I've that. asked if there's any statute of limitation in respect yes. to his a gag order, or uh, could he actually go in uh, at the governor's pleasure if he tells us too much, or could we? By facilitating such information, but I'm told all clear. We uh, need to run it by our lawyers. Yeah, Tufton, hyphen. Bufton, Barrington, <laughs> Hyphen, Smythe. The, the third. The third. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, so, look, a bit's been happening since we last saw each other. We've yeah. had um, Christmas, obviously. Yeah, yeah, we had a yeah. Christmas. We've had a test match. With people. Several this, test matches. Yes, we uh, have. Involving the Australian cricket team, which yes. has been, you know, uh, moderately interesting. Yes, uh, we've got the tennis uh, upcoming. Yeah, yeah. No Kyrgios? No. Um, no Kyrgios. He's got a tear. All the headlines and then he pulls out the last yeah, one. No, he's got a tear. He's infuriating. Um, and also what we did miss, uh, you might you might not have missed, you might not have spotted this. Okay. We had the uh, National Jigsaw Puzzle Championships. Oh, my God. Did I miss it? You missed it. <laughs> um, he, uh, also... Um, you could go and there were free tickets to it to go and watch. Oh, no. Which, <laughs> no ball. Which is because they couldn't charge for people to go and watch people putting puzzles together. I wouldn't have thought. Anyway. Like charging people to watch the blokes paint the Eiffel Tower. Uh, just, just so you know, yeah. they had to put together a 500-piece jigsaw puzzle. Yep. And the winner... Yes. ...was a lady called Katrina Coleman who did it in 44 minutes, 34 seconds. Wow. That's pretty, pretty good, I reckon. Takes me about 44 days. Oh, I know. <laughs> the notion of a jigsaw puzzle, because I do have one, I've, I got a thousand piece one. Yep. And I pulled it out the other day to, to commence it. Yes. And got a headache within an hour and a half. <laughs> what, I'm just unwrapping it? <laughs> <laughs> and my wife's trying to coach me, find the corners first. I said, no. Did you turn the pieces over? Because you know what they do with jigsaw puzzles now? They colour code them. So no, when the, no, when this you... is not. This is oh, a proper one. So yeah. oh, this is an it's old a, school it's one. A, it's not a colour by numbers one. No, no, but but they colour code them now, so you can at least get the. It doesn't tell you how to do it, but at least you get. Well, purple would go into a purple piece. So if you've got a green one and a purple one, they don't go together. No, I know. <laughs> There's a lovely cartoon associated. There's an article on it, and it was at Williamstown Town Hall, and that's that's all very good. And the first first prize, the lady who won. Yep, she got uh, a all expenses trip to the World Championships. Oh, in Spain. Oh, later this year. Oh, that's all right. Which is pretty good, and you get a trip to a German jigsaw puzzle factory. I was going to say there has to. <laughs> I was going to say, is there jigsaw world or <laughs> there something? There would be jigsaw world. <laughs> and there's a lovely cartoon oh. associated with the piece, which I'll read to you, which is highly appropriate when it comes to jigsaw puzzles. You have two and a half hours to complete the 499 pieces and 30 minutes to find the one piece missing under the couch. <laughs> Yeah, which always, always happens. Yeah, always. You get to the well, end, you go, I've got well, two missing you what, pieces. I've gone the dog's to a, chewed I, it. The cat's <laughs> chewed it. I've yeah, gone to a whole new level with jigsaws. Have you? Yep. I've got a 4D jigsaw. Really? Yep. If you turn around, yeah. and of course, we're not a visual. You see that where it oh, says yeah. London? Yeah. That is a 4D jigsaw. That's incredible. So, what it is, you build the jigsaw, yeah. and then you actually build. Things like, things like Big Ben. And so, oh, so it happens well, that. You, you, well, mate, that is, that's a whole you, new you level. You might want to look at this world championship. 
five dollars on Facebook aftermarket. You know, <laughs> Facebook because no one can put it together, so they get rid of it. <laughs> Not anyway, even you, open. Anyway, you missed the jigsaw um, championships. Yes. Um, um, I don't know what else sporting wise we've missed, but. Um, um, no, not a lot, probably. No, no. We've had the FIFA World Cup, but that was already going on, I think, when we last yeah, spoke. Yeah, I think that might have been. Lionel Messi. Yep. And all that. Yep. But that was good. Um, so we're now into tennis season. Yes. And I'm going this week. Oh, good. Going to go and have a little bit of a look. Yep. And uh, check out the, the grounds and the facilities. Very good. And that should be a bit of fun. They do it well, the they tennis. Do it they, and in fact, well. I think we have had this discussion around. People like the horse racing fraternity yeah. and others who put on major events could take a leaf out of the book Correct. of those at Tennis Australia. So, you know, when they go and build a beach and they go and build all these viewing areas mm. and it's very, very interactive. And in fact, apparently this year it's gone up another level again. Oh, I'm looking so, forward to um, looking at because it it's one of the best things that I attend. Yeah, and in fact, can you imagine if we get a good day, uh, given that... Friday, Thursday week is Australia Day. Yeah. The joint could be absolutely be rocking. rocking. It'll be rocking and rolling. Because it'll be in sort of quarterfinal, semi-final yep. stage at that, that yep. point. So yeah, it'll um, be very good. Anyway, well, that's good. So that's um, good. I might um, see if I can sneak along to the tennis at some stage myself. So that'll be good. Um, we've had, a, you know, the old, uh, that old uh, segment we used to have Um what was it? Um, deaths and departures? Yeah, and deaths and departures. Births. Births, deaths, arrivals. Yes. Uh, no, is We've had uh, a few. few uh, departures. Divorces. Yes, yes. And uh, arrivals. Arrivals. <laughs> anyway, like we've had a departure. Yes. Yes, Lisa Marie Presley. Yes, I saw that through yeah, the way. Yeah, a bit strange, wasn't it? 54. Well, she, she had, had, had a history to... of... Um, um, let's say, um, dalliances with a range of medications right. over the okay. journey. Okay. Um, she would have had a tough, tough life. Yeah. She oh. married She married some odd, oddball characters through the, over the journey too, didn't she? Reckon, Michael Jackson. You reckon she had a tough life being the daughter of Elvis <laughs> Presley? Yeah, I reckon. <laughs> well, not in a monetary sense, but certainly in a spotlight sense. Yeah, okay. Um, well, I'll tell you what. Then anyway, that, that, then, sad to see because she was only young. Then that's a segue for She's this. Got children, you know. stand by. Yeah, I'm not going to leave the room, but it'll sound like it. I'm just going to pop over here. Oh no! I've, I've got a book. Oh, I've seen that artifact. Have you seen it? Yes. See the bloke on the front? Yes. Yep. Yes, he's a ginger ninja. Yeah, he looks a bit like uh, Prince Harry. Th does no. he still get to be called Prince? Does he? Uh, I don't Probably know. Probably not after this book comes out. Well, I tell you what. Because um, I came home with said book. Did you buy the book I did. at full retail price? I did. Or was it out of the bargain? No, well, it was part of my research and development right. program, right? So um, I thought, you know what? Are you, what? are you seeking to be an ex-royal, eh? No, I just, I looked at it this way. The world has just uh, fair-willed one of the great monarchs of all time. Yes. And this is her grandson. Yes. So on the basis of the notoriety Yes. of the uh, British royal family, I thought, I just think it's one of those books that you do have to read to either work out that he's a complete lunatic yep. or he's completely lost the plot or he's actually got something to say. Well, he's got some bad press, but I did read well, an article the other day you know, that I mean, had you, some sympathy towards him. Well, you know, it's the old Particularly saying. bringing I mean, you, their you, up, his you, upbringing. You, you do catch bees with honey, so if you're a pot of honey, mate, the bees are going to come... Um, that being said, um, do you know where the title came from? 
Spare is the title. Yeah. Do you know it's uh, Deriveration? Well, well, is it... Um, I had heard that he was the spare child. Okay. So in, in, in case the other one popped so off. So King Charles III, yeah. uh, when said Harry was born, did lean over to his then wife, the late and deceased Princess Diana, and said, well done, my dear, and I think I've done my work now. We have an heir and a spare. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> True story. It's in the book. Yeah, it's in the book. Um, oh, well, there you go. So Harry so he's has always been and known that he's the spare. Yeah. So if brother, yeah. anything happened to brother and he needed bone marrow or yeah. get old mate here. Old mate, spare parts. He's spare parts. He's spare parts. So do you wonder why he's a little bit messed up in the head? Because <laughs> he's walking around all of his life to date thinking, I'm just the spare in the boot. I'm the, boot. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the spare wheel well, in the boot. It's, it's so how, how do you reckon that'll make you counts feel? If your father turned to you and said, "You're only the spare," yeah. like you're fifth in line to the to the to the throne, yeah. old son, and you're not going to get there. That's right. Now, especially when your no, brother and I, when the brother started knocking out kids, he goes further down well, the rung, doesn't he? And then, of course, his father said, "Well, you know, I mean, it's just terrible that your brother and I can't travel together because the brother is the next in line to the throne yes. now, obviously." They couldn't give a toss for old Hazard. <laughs> Hazard could have got a DC-9 for his all, for all they cared. Well, that's why he was off, so look, off with the army. I'm only 50 pages Taking in. Taking pot shots at the Taliban. It's actually very well written, which leads me to think Harry didn't write it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there's certainly lots of Harry words in there, uh, some of which I can't repeat on air. Right. Um, but I'm only 50 pages in, and it's right. all, already quite interesting. Oh, well, that's um, good. Well, I look forward to the So uh, We could do a book review segment. Well, uh, well, uh, all I was going to share was I'm already understanding why this bloke might be a bit, a bit mixed up, yes. if he potentially is, because, mate, if I'm walking around as the spare or the handbag, <laughs> I, I'm not feeling great about myself, spare full stop. Parts. Yeah, so uh, yeah, the, that, is, the, that that would be hard. The air and the spare that would be very was, hard. Uh, so anyway, that's how things roll oh, so well, far. Good, so mate. I'll continue to talk. In fact, I think probably by the next time we come back uh, and do our next show, I will have knocked this off. Yeah. So um, I, I managed to get through them pretty quickly. So uh, I reckon I'll uh, I'll knock off and uh, I'll get to the middle of the book tonight. And I reckon by two days' time it'll be done. Brilliant, mate. So, no, all right. I anyway, look forward that's, to that. uh, that's the story. Because that is quite topical. I just think you it's one of those books. You haven't been able to open a newspaper without reading full-page articles no. on the whole thing, have you? Oh, well, I'll tell you what. I mean, the other one, I don't know if I shared with you, I, uh, I did recently um, tear through a book called The Happiest Man on Earth. Yes. Um, yes. Which was unbelievable. Yes. And, and is a book. And, and if anyone thinks they're having a bad day, Eddie. read that book. Eddie Jacob? Yeah, I think so off the top of my head. Well, he was a few a uh, few weeks back. Um, and he passed away, I believe, about six months after the book yes. was released. But yes. an incredible story. Um, anyway, I'm not reading Harry's one for that, but because of simply because of his profile and the profile of the family, I just thought it was a book that probably did need to be read. Take it or leave it. I'll, I'll decide in the end. Now, I believe, yes. um, because there's been a lot of online shopping around Christmas and uh, I've actually just been doing a bit of work uh, with my youngest who's moving home and mm -hmm. moving out, mm -hmm. actually. Right. And we've been ordering a lot of stuff for him. 
But I believe you've had a, an adverse shopping experience of well, late, Scotty. Um, uh, I'll just I, talk us I, through I, that. I don't like going shopping at the best of times, no, right? You're, so, you're, are you so a bit I'm of a, a reluctant shopper? Yeah, I'm a reluctant shopper. But when I do need to shop, I, I like to know where I'm going. I, I know that the, the stock will be there. You execute or, your shopping well, with military I just, precision. I, I, well, I just want to get in, get it, get, and get out, out, right? Yeah, so I'm out. not there to mamby-pamby or have the coffee. Or, well, I might go to the food court if I'm hungry, yes. but that, that's just out of necessity, really. So um, in the last week, I have had cause. Uh, I found two items that I needed. One was a, um, a lap table. Um, a... A lap table. Oh, so yes. it's a little table that sort of sits over your legs. So you can sit on your couch and have your spag bowl and watch the tennis. Stable table. Well, it's yeah, but it's a little wooden one, right? Oh, right. So it was very nice. So um, I went, uh, I did some re- research. Yeah. And um, there, apparently there was a big green shop that um, stocked them. And I looked up and it uh, went to one particular shop and said, out of stock. And it said, search for another shop. And I searched for that shop. And it said, yes, it's in stock. So I went to said shop. And they didn't have any. No. They they said it could be out the back, but they weren't prepared to look. <laughs> so Retail, I, so eh? I stormed off. So I looked up the next one that was closest to me in stock. So I tootled off, got to that store. Sorry, we don't have the stock. <laughs> What's the point of having a website where you say you've got stock and I've travelled there to go and buy that specific item, get in, get out, not be a hassle to anyone, and you don't have, have the, the stock. stock. And it happened to me again in the last 20, uh, 48 hours. I went to buy an umbrella, and I looked up, uh, I was searching umbrellas, and a lot of them are very where small do they, these days. Where do you buy an umbrella? Oh, there's lots of different places. News agents? No. <laughs> A beach umbrella I actually wanted. Oh, right? the old so, beach one. A beach umbrella. You'd go to so, a big green shop, wouldn't you? Uh, well, I did my research, you yeah. see, and I found a particular said shop. And um, and again, uh, it said a number of their stores didn't have the stock, but uh, a store that's not very far from where I live said they did have the stock. So what did I do? I drove to, to investigate stock. whether they had the stock. And I walked around, <laughs> around, around. I think I did 1,400 laps of the floor. And eventually I went, I think I need help. Uh, so I went to the desk and I showed a young man a picture of um, said umbrella. I said, I'm here to buy this umbrella because it says, your store in stock. <laughs> I said, oh, no, I think that's the one that's coming in. <laughs> I said, what do you mean coming in? It says in stock. He goes, yeah, but that just means it's coming in. Right. So you don't actually have it in store right now. Mm. Now, when do you think? Oh, about a week. Okay. And I'll tell you what. um, Another friend of mine went to do the same thing. Uh, And the only reason that she went to the store was that another friend of hers, Anaconda. Um, So there we go. There's my little rant about uh, a couple of stores. Get your act together. If you don't have the stock, don't promote that you do because you are now tarnished as a brand in my mind. In your eyes. It's not good customer service. No. Conversely, and can I get this one out of the way then? So 
because it's a good segue. And yeah. I'll be quick with this one. Um, wife brought me a blender not so long ago. Uh, 18 months ago. But a whiz-bang one, right? 1,200-watt motor that will take your arm off just by looking at you. <laughs> just by turning on the PowerPoint. So you've got to be very careful. Yeah. Anyway, bzz, bzz, bzz. So, and I was blending some stuff up the other day. All of a sudden, stops. I pulled out, cleaned it, and, you know, wiped down. I thought, well, maybe I put too much in. And they said, read all and went online and just give it 15 minutes for it to get its mind for back the smoke in the <laughs> All of that, right? So I did all of that. Still yeah. didn't work. So I thought, no. And then I went, it's got a 12 month warranty. But their website says these are damn good machines. They should last between three and five years. So I yeah. thought, I'm going to investigate. I ended up writing to the company that distributes this particular. So, so this is the book. Right, they're very well made, and uh, I, I shot off an email and just said, "Look, I'm terribly sorry, but I just have to ask. You know, am I doing something wrong? Blah blah blah." Okay, long story short, they said, "Take some photos, send them to us." I did that. They wrote back saying, "Look, we can't. You know, if it still doesn't work, we don't know what the fault is." Um, but I'll tell you what, we'll um, we'll uh, we'll replace it for you for nothing. Give you a brand new there one. There you go. Was it in stock? Brand. <laughs> So anyway, today, I thought, I'm going to give it another go. So I filled it up with some stuff. Lo and behold, she fired up. So you got two for the price of so, one. So then I've gone, well, hang on, how's this work? So I pulled it all apart. I pulled it apart and got rid of the stuff. Or, and Frank, what I cooked, what I ground up or minced up, blended up, <laughs> whatever, whatever word I'm trying to find. And then I actually discovered what the problem was. There was a little seal inside the top. Yeah. The part of it had actually popped out. So it looks as though some, some juice or something had gone into the motor and the motor's to protect itself just shut down and gone, bugger off, you're not, no, I'm yeah. not doing any work for a while. Anyway, so I wrote back to them saying, look, um, I, your offer is outstanding, but you know, I, I now call it the Jesus juicer because it's, 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 come, a, back. it's come back after five <laughs> days. Um, so the Jesus juicer works again, so I wrote to them. And then they even wrote back again and said, well, the seal shouldn't have come away in the first place and we're still prepared to stand by our offer. Please send us a photo of the cut cord. So I had to go and cut the cord of it, yeah. take a photo and send it to them. I'm getting a new one in 48 hours. Oh, that's so good. So I just want to give a very big shout out to um, to those people, uh, which is Goldair Australia. And I, I, I think that's outstanding customer service and a great, um, great value to their brand. So Should well done, Goldair. It's, uh, uh, it's, by your it's interesting that uh, good service stands out these days, isn't it? That's my point, though, yeah, right? Yeah. Because normally you sort of just get the whatever, mate, talk to the hand, can't help you, see you later. Yeah. As I did at the green store and um, the one that Anna was a uh, condo friend in. Anaconda. Yeah, Anaconda. Yeah. yeah. She's terrible, Anna. <laughs> yeah. Anaconda. Gosh. Now, How could she comment? by way of a segue, yes. Well, actually, this isn't a segue at all. Yeah. But it is food related. So this is apropos to nothing. Yes. <laughs> Good. <laughs> McDonald's. Yes. And Belarus. Do they go together? Yes. <laughs> so what's happened yes. is um, McDonald's are leaving Belarus ah. because the Russians oh, yes. have taken over Belarus. Yes. Belarusian. Yes. Activities. Yes. And. Um, the uh, it's being replaced by a Russian franchise. Yes. Right? So it's this is a bit of tit for tat for the uh, you know the USA and you know yes. all of the sanctions against Russia and stuff. So they're bouncing back. 
But um, the president of Belarus was asked to comment on this. Um, he's ridiculed McDonald's after this announcement. You know, basically they're they're going. Yep. And um, there's the new Russian ones coming in. That uh, the, pro- the pronunciation of the shop is a Russian name, but it it means in a, in, a, in a English delicious. Full stop is the oh. name of the franchise. Oh. But um, the president Alexander Lukashenko. Yeah. He goes, thank God they're leaving. He said. <laughs> oh. um, we also know how to cut bread in half and put a piece of meat, fries, and salad in it. Oh, so oh, he's, he's just, right up and oh, right. up and for the well, and of course, for breakfast. That, of course, that's off the back of um, McDonald's pulled out of Russia about yes, two months ago. Correct. Every single one, they All just right. went, you know what, shut the doors. I thought you were going to tell me that the, the new franchise there was um, KFT, <laughs> uh, Kentucky Fried Jerky, Kentucky, Kentucky Fried Turkey. <laughs> anyway, so that got me thinking about you know businesses and. Uh, you know, how businesses start up and good business ideas and bad yep. business ideas. Yep. So I'm going to give you a couple of... Uh, 90% of most of which fail in the first well, I'm year. I'm going to give you a couple of failed business ideas and, and you be the judge of why they've failed. Okay. Okay? Sure. So the first one I've got for you is, these are actual business ideas that people had. Right. right? Um, ghost in a jar. Um, so this yeah. was uh, basically a gimmick in which you'd receive an empty jar that purported to have a ghost in it. Yeah, about as useful as one that's got a, ro- uh, a roisy heart in it, I would have thought. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it failed, of course, because a uh, few people bought it. They couldn't find any ghosts. Uh, they couldn't find any ghosts in it. And shipping costs uh, were a problem for <laughs> I was going to say, there was a shortage of jars, surely. <laughs> so that was, that, was a, that was a failed business idea. Oh, These actually, by the way, make me feel quite smart. <laughs> uh, Tinder for people who want to fight each other. Oh. So this was a concept. The founder was talking about a fighting app where people could meet up and fight. Oh. It ultimately proved to be too dangerous and the company could be held liable if someone was killed or injured. Well, no, I actually think that works because there's no doubt that after a, a couple meet, give them 10 years, they'll be fine. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so the takeaway clearly is there's some legal consequences. Yeah, that's that, right. Yeah. That You're idea. not meant to die. <laughs> yes. Anyway, that's, that's one. Uh, the third one was condom keychains. This was uh, this was an idea where you'd be able to carry your condom on your on your car keys just well, you in case got, you needed you it. You haven't got pockets in your jeans. Turns out no one wants to carry condoms on their keychains. Oh, that's a good look. Yeah. Hi, can I buy you a drink? What's that on your keychain? It adds a whole new meaning to let's put the keys in the bowl. Oh my goodness me, <laughs> that's outrageous. So this next one is a website called Blackmail. So it's a website where you can share your friends' secrets, revealing it little by little until they pay you to stop. It's a blackmail app. That's unbelievable. <laughs> Seriously? Uh, never, oh. never got up. <laughs> Damn, that's such a good idea. This is, this is another social network. It's called Looney. Oh, no. And it's a social network for your imaginary friends. Oh. So okay. it was pitched as a social network... You know, so you could stay in touch with Jessica Rabbit and Batman and all your imaginary friends. Right. Turns out, didn't didn't take you know off. What? Didn't take off. I'm not sure you'd even use that word these days, could you? No. 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 It's, a, it's a bit PC. Then there's a ghost hunter app. 
P-I-C, Blue Green yeah. Group. It's where you can detect paranormal presence around you. Right. Huh? Yeah. Do you have to take a jar? These, these people <laughs> were trying to capitalise on people's dreams of being a ghostbuster. <laughs> they needed to take a jar. See? If those two businesses got together, they had a business. <laughs> it didn't work. But this one, I thought it appealed to you. <laughs> yeah. This is a digital eco-recycle bin to get rid of digital software the right way. So to keep, take, keep care of the environment, don't just put it into your virtual bin, yep. put it in your virtual echo bin. Oh, your virtual <laughs> echo bin. So you're, so you're greenwashing. <laughs> Clearly it didn't get up. But they fail, but that's, these that's ones. Like, that's like putting it in a swear jar or yeah, something. That's right, that's <laughs> but if you thought they're silly ideas, yeah. What do you make of the pet rock? Oh, yeah. The pet rock? Yeah, but they, they got up. They got they, up. They sold them. Dumbest idea ever, but it took off. They were four bucks per rock, and they were sold in cardboard pet carriers, as you probably remember. Yes. But they made millions. Yes. The guy that yes. did that. Selling rocks. and just... Mood rings. Oh, yeah. They were in the 70s for yep. the listeners, yep. listening audience. Um, they... they, they they were made of materials that would change colour according to body heat. That's right. Nothing to do with mood, just body heat. Well, it's a bit like the same thing, those th- thermometers they used to make, you know, that it was just a strip and you put it across your, your baby's head and it would change colour depending on their temperature. Yeah, there you go. Same, same thing. thing as a mood Same ring. thing, yep. A Snuggie. Now, this is a modern-day invention. This is the one where it's like the big sleeping bag blanket with arms in it, the Snuggie. Oh, Snuggy. The Snuggy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know that... Uh, so it's 25, not a onesie. It's 25 a... million people have bought a Snuggy. Mate, there's three of them in this house. <laughs> oh, there you go. There you go. Um, but they're not called a Snuggy. They're called something else. Oh, they're called something else, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But how has that? Um, made a fortune with those. those mate, babies. I'll tell you what. You have to be nude to wear one of those. Oh, have you ever, you ever put one on? No, no. I oh, my know. God. No, none in our house. No. <laughs> Tell you what, they're not bad in winter when things are a bit frosty. Though. A bit frosty. Give, me, give me the, give me the um, tip. Do you remember the clapper where you clapped your hands and the lights went off? Yeah. And on? Yeah. Um, millions yeah. of people bought that. Oh, for the sure. Clapper. Yeah. This is a genius one. Whoever thought this up is a genius. Santa mail. This is where you have kids write to Santa. Yep. For 10 bucks, I would write back, oh. posing as the man in red. So you're making 10 bucks each letter. Oh, my. God. Hundreds and thousands and people Probably do this. Yeah, how's that? Oh, that's, that's a good one. Brilliant. Do doggles? These are sunglasses for dogs. Doggles. Yeah. Uh, okay. Dogs don't need sunglasses, I but there's a business that sells them to them. Um, the fake foot. Now this must be American because I haven't heard Just of the it. The one yet. that hangs out the back of your car. Yes, yes, yes. yes. The one that hangs boot out of your boot. boot. <laughs> <laughs> but. People pay ten bucks for those those things as a joke, but the bloke that makes them's made a fortune. Oh my god! Seriously, <laughs> the whoopee cushion. Oh yeah, god, oh, that's they been going millions of them. Every, um, every kid's every kid's best gag. At some stage, has had a whoopee cushion. Um, and the last one, which I loved, um, was Australian entrepreneur Matthew Carpenter launched a website that charged $9.99 to post an envelope filled with glitter to anyone on the planet. He named his business Ship Your Enemies Glitter. Oh. So really? he's 
within hours of launching his site, he's made 20,000 in sales. Oh, my and God. And he's sold his site now. Oh, my God. So someone's God. bought it. Oh, my God. Ship your enemies glitter. That's unbelievable. How good's that? So there you go. So there's a couple of things on your New Year's resolution bucket list of some business ideas for you, Scotty. I'm I'm all good for glitter, by the way. (laughs) Don't feel feel compelled, will you? Is that that post-Christmas glitter, right? When you unpack the Christmas tree and pull it down... I've been finding bits of glitter and a little bit of sparkles all over the house. Ever no, since yeah, but no, no, you will for the next five years. Oh, I know. It's unbelievable. It's, it's a bit like It's that. the most biodegradable stuff on the planet, next to the stuff that you put in beanbags. That's exactly where I was going. Because uh, a beanbag turned up at this house a while back and uh, with all these beans. And I said, said to the wife at the time, I said, I'll find one of these in 12 <laughs> months. And sure enough... There was this one little white bee that was still out there. God knows how long. Hey, um, if I uh, say the word pickleball... Well, you mentioned this to me, but I was reading about it today. Were you? Because, and I want you to explain it to me in a minute, because it's... I'll try. What I know of it is massive in the States. Huge. And in fact, I know, and this might be an interview as I was thinking about this, there's a gentleman I know down at the a local club where I play tennis. Yes. He's the Victorian president of the Pickleball Is he? Association. We need to talk so we to should him. get him on. Oh, 100%. Because they're trying to do a deal with Tennis Australia. Yes, so they, they are. Get tennis clubs to yes, promote Pickleball. So tell, tell so us about what it is. Let me step you through this. Yeah, pickleball is coming to a tennis club near you. Tennis Australia plans to capitalise on the success of America's fastest growing sport, Pickleball. By introducing it at tennis clubs around the country. As now, this is just pickleball. It's different pickle. from that one where you throw the sacks in the hole. That's uh, a different one, isn't it? Yeah, it's called sacks in the hole. Sacks in the hole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I okay. I, different now. I, I don't know what that's called. Oh, I'll let no. you keep going. So what I'm, I, I'm so, curious So what I can tell, this is played on a smaller court, right. much smaller court, and it's played with a like a, a hand bat that's bigger than a table tennis bat. Right, a hard bat though. Yeah, a hard bat and a tennis ball, but still with a net, yeah. and that's about as much as I know, right? So we'll, we'll let old Picklehead, um, the, the pickle master. Um, is it the same rules as tennis? I don't know. Oh, okay. It doesn't. It doesn't. I haven't got that far, and the article I saw well, doesn't. We don't need to. Doesn't explain. We'll get my mate. In so get your mate in, and he's going to give us all the guff. So, but let me share this with you. Um, the controversial initiative which will also combat the threat posed by the modified version of tennis, has been discussed at Tennis Australia headquarters, as you alluded is, to. Is there a modernised version of tennis, is there? Um, is that fast tennis? No, it's just, you don't have to run for a lob. You know, one of the, you, you're just moving much, much less because you're on a much smaller right. playing arena. Could so suit, you're sort of moving to your left and to your right and you're only taking a couple of steps left and right, backwards and forwards, right? You're not running full stretch for five, six, seven metres to try and return Rafa's... Because I've got a new Rafa's nickname suit. on the tennis court. Oh, have you? Do you know the Kia uh, car company? Yes. Their slogan is movement that inspires. Yes. I'm the anti-Kia. <laughs> You're anti-Kia. <laughs> My movement you is don't inspiring. Move. <laughs> That's called statue. Yeah, <laughs> um, so uh, since the start of the year, and may ruffle the feathers of purists. Oh, of so, course. But it comes three weeks after Nick Kyrgios joined Naomi Osaka 
and Kansas City Chiefs NFL star Patrick Mahomes in buying a share in the normally in the in the newly formed Miami Pickleball Club for the upcoming Major League Pickleball MLP competition. Pickleball. Yes. Pickleball Silly name. Is the, really? I don't mind it actually. You don't? Yeah, it's all right. I'll tell you what. It'll, it'll, you when I first read it, I thought you played with a bat and a net and pickled onions or something <laughs> like that. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> I, no. You try, I guess. Pickleball is the fastest growing sport in the US. Yeah, yeah. By far, they By, say. Yeah. Those numbers don't lie. Curious agent and Miami pickleball part owner Stuart Gaduge said... Uh, and then uh, going down the article, it says, I think Nick is a disruptor by nature, so it makes a lot of sense for him. Right. So that's, that's pretty cool. Tennis Australia has hatched a plan to grow participation numbers by offering pickleball at clubs. Um, the initiative is primarily aimed at keeping ageing players in the sport, yeah. given the court size is smaller than a tennis court. So I reckon it's about half the size of a tennis court. Well, I, so I don't if, mind so if you So if you... Basically, took the service boxes and put a line. That would be the baseline. Oh, I see. So, so it's going really to be just, about that small. You're really just having, having a bit of a volley. Almost, yeah. right? So I don't know any more rules at this stage. Tennis Australia is also aware of the impact that athletes such as LeBron James, Kevin Durant, and Tom Brady, who have all invested in MLP. Pick a bottle. Is that a public listed company that we can buy some shares in? See, there's a business idea, right? Someone's yeah. just said, well, I look to hell with it. I'll just be a smaller tennis court with table tennis bats and look what happens. But you know what? When I was under the age of 10, I swear I was bought a bat that's not dissimilar to the look of these a wooden, bats. A wooden, wooden racket. Bat yes. With a tennis ball. And we basically went into the beach. So all they appear all really to have done, done is extrapolate that out to go, let's make it a smaller court. Let's put some rules around it. You don't have to run very far. Let's make it, you know, first of three games or something. And it can all be done and dusted in about six minutes. I'm all over this. Oh, yeah, I am I'm going to play. Yeah, I, I play no, tennis no. still. Yeah, but I, but I, I'm on mine. Yeah, well, I, can't, I can't run pickleball it. Pickleball would be... So, but you I reckon could, I could do pickleball. I reckon you could play it with a... With a with a schooner in one hand and a racket in the other. Yeah, a cocktail. Yeah, yeah easy. <laughs> easy. Yeah. Can't be hard. So, um, so it basically had a, an older demographic of 50, um, and now they're getting people even older than that that are interested in playing. Well, no, I think it's a good idea because um, whatever keeps people active, um, so, you know, and often uh, tennis. Totally. Tennis is, uh, I, you know, I feel it after a game of tennis these days. Well, it's a, it's a taxing game. Yeah. I mean... You know, even just to serve, I mean, you could you could do a rib or pull your back just serving. Yeah, I get Right? Just sure. to get into the game before you've even tried to serve and volley. <laughs> so we're involved with paddle and pop tennis. So <laughs> paddle and pop. <laughs> and we think That'd there's an kids, absolute surely, opportunity with pickleball to look at new facilities that have a combination of tennis courts and multi-purpose courts. Um the age has also been told that a former top 10 male player who is still active on tour considered not travelling to compete in the Australian Open 
to focus on playing pickleball. That'll be Nick Kyrgios. I'll tell you what, he's pulled out today. Yeah, to go and, and tomorrow you'll find out that he's playing pickleball. I know of two very significant players who will make the switch. The switch? In the next 12 months. If uh, It's great for someone who is either physically struggling with the rigours of the tour, yeah, no, but still fit. has world-class touch and feel. So oh, watch out for Ash pickle- Barty. So watch out for pickleball. Watch out, Ash Barty. Yeah, well, yeah I mean, you or know. Naomi. Well. Naomi Osaka. It's probably even easier than table tennis. I break it to switch just playing <laughs> table tennis these days. But anyway, so keep an eye out for pickleball. I wonder what's next. Yeah. No, I wonder no, what's next. No. So it's sort of a cross between badminton, table well, they've tennis, got mini tennis. Yeah, they've got mini golf. And they've got... I noticed the other day I went past the place that's just all par threes. Yes. So you just, you know, you don't, don't take driver. No. You just, you just need your, your pitching wedge and yeah. a putter. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah, yeah, easy. Lovely. Um, what do you got? Well, this appealed <laughs> to me because I don't know if you've, uh, if you're aware, but there's a wig shop in the city. And it's been going for 65 it, years. It's very famous, isn't it? It's very famous. It's called Creative Wigs. Yep. And the guy that's been running it, Abe, Abe Laurie, he's yep. a 93. Wow. So he's now decided it's time for his grandson to run it because he's getting on. What? He's now decided he needs a wig at 93? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's taken him Well, there's long. a picture of Abe in the paper. He doesn't have a wig on, so <laughs> yeah. I don't know. He's not a very good salesman for his business. Right. But He's actually getting the uh, his grandkid to um, to to take over, right. but he keeps keeps an eye on it. Comes in once a fortnight, right. you know, checks the books, right. checks the wigs. Well, sort in of fact, stuff. I think I am aware of this, and only because uh, many many years ago, um, within the wider family, um, someone um, fell ill to a quite a bad disease, yeah. and they lost their hair. Yeah. And uh, some other members of the family, I think, went to this particular well, this, shop. Well, and, that's what they do, got right? A, so, got a wig. in amongst all of the, you know, the obviously ones you wear to a fancy dress party. Yeah, that's right. They're doing uh, um, hair pieces for Fan of the Opera and all those stage shows. They they do all that sort of stuff for. Yep. Um, tribute acts, you know, all the all the um, the tribute bands and all the the you know the impersonators. Yep. But uh, on a serious note, obviously, people have alopecia. Yep. Um, um, early baldness, cancer, you know, and the loss of hair associated with treatment of, of cancer and those sort of diseases. Um, so um, it's been a godsend for all of those people. But they he had a party for the 65th uh, anniversary. Yep. And I would have loved to have been there because he invited everybody along uh, and everyone at the party was a customer and was wearing a wig. Really? So that would have been amazing to go around and... Because normally, you know, I don't know, I've got uh, some people I know that do have uh, hair pieces. Really? Yes. I don't think and I, it's I kind of like, think I do. Oh, do they, don't they? Can you spot the guy wearing the... So the rug versus the plug. Either, yes. <laughs> and, but you'd know if you went to Abe's shop, I'm gonna everyone there is wearing a rug. I'm opening a store called Rugs and Plugs. Rugs and Plugs. <laughs> Is that the best name for a rugs and plugs? <laughs> rugs and plugs. So uh, he, oh. says, he says business is going good. He said he, he he makes people happy, which he would, right? Yeah. And um, he survived uh, COVID and, and all those sorts of things. He's got an online business going now, and he's uh, 
But he said most people want to come in and feel the wig, you know, because if you're going to buy one, you want to sort of try before they look pretty you buy, good. don't you? Yep. That sort of stuff. So he's still going strong, the wig shop up there in Swanson Street. I just yep. was highly amused by the concept of a party and everyone at the party <laughs> was wearing a, uh, a rug. I don't know if you remember this, but um, sometime back in our early days yep. of doing this show, uh, Two Smoking Guns, by the way, probably haven't said that for a while. We, but, still, um, we still call that. <laughs> no, I, think, I think so. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, or we're now called Rugs and Blokes. Rugs, rugs and Blokes. <laughs> um, it's a bit like that shop... Uh, in North Road that used to be around years Bells ago. And no- yeah. no, stacks of slacks. Oh, no. What a, that what was a, a great what a, shop. What about knobs and knockers? Knobs and knockers. <laughs> yeah, knobs and knockers. <laughs> yeah. Or um, the best bottle shop in Melbourne. You know that one? Yeah. yeah. The, the Dick Liquor. <laughs> the Dick, yeah, Dick Whittington <laughs> Hotel. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a liquor shop there. It's called, yeah, it's yeah. called the, the Dick and language the Pub. Warning, yes. Yeah, language warning. Um, but it's factual. So, mm. um, anyway. <laughs> there you go. Um <laughs> Uh, now I forgot what I was going to say. Uh, rugs and plugs. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> it's escaped me now. That's all right. So um, there you go. I saw that the other day. So I thought that was. I thought that yeah. was. It was just amused me more more so. Than no, I like it. I like it a lot. It's very good. Um, all right. Uh, I'll tell you what I did see that I was disappointed about was that. Have you seen them? There's a thing in one of the rags that comes out that um, it's actually the Apple Podcasts. And it says the top 10 episodes, and then it says... We're not on it. The top 10 new podcasts. We're bloody well We're not, not on it. it. So I, I'm outraged. Yeah, I'm going uh, to write to them. And, I'll, uh, have a chat I, to, I'll have a chat to the marketing department. I'm just <laughs> going to ram an episode down their throat. So um, um, now... If who, who, who put that together? I don't know. I'll contact the journalist. Some, I'll get the marketing department to contact banana. them. <laughs> probably put together by Apple. Yeah, I probably. No idea. Yeah. Um, anyway, you'll ring and you'll end up somewhere on the other side of the globe. Oh, you're trying to get all of you. Good luck. Um, uh, have you have you had some chips lately? Potato chips? Well, hot, mate, hot chips. What? They're more expensive than the fish. Well, I'll tell you it what. Used to be the fish was you know twenty bucks and the chips were you know yeah, five bucks. And bananas went to ten bucks a kilo when they had floods now. and. Well, They're having I, a bit of a problem with well, fish and chips. And in fact, I heard one chap, uh, I'll digress momentarily, but there was a chap in a regional area that owned a fish and chip shop. Um, and uh, the Golden Arches oh, yes. have now decided that they will make Potato scallops. Yes. Now they're not called scallops. Oh, now, actually, now let's have a go. At, yeah, let's have a go at this while we're here, because I feel like writing to the big arch yeah. and just saying, if you think anyone in Victoria is going to go and buy one of those, and I'm not going to tell you what to call it, you bozo. But it's a potato cake. Yeah, we it's know a that. potato cake. So you call it potato scallop all you like. But you I'm not much, buying. You one. know how much they are? No. Have a stab. Uh, would it be like a hash brown because that's exactly the same thing. Have a stab. Uh, three bucks. Three dollars forty for yeah. a single potato cake. Fish yeah. and chip shop, seventy cents. Yeah. But the fish and chip shop bloke now can't get any can't because get Macca's is buying all the potatoes because they can store them, freeze them, and then yeah. reuse. So this bloke's going. Okay, They're the master of. Uh, oh, they, put, they serve potatoes many different ways. The uh, the, the big burger chain. Uh, yeah. No, not interested. Because um, I like chips, not fries, too. Yeah, fat chips. Fat chips. Yeah, fat chips. Yeah. In uh, beer batter. Oh, yeah. Beer batter fat yes, chips. Or yeah. duck fat. Or ch- yeah. chicken salt. Yeah, chicken <laughs> salt. 
and video. <laughs> and, and HP source. Now I'm getting hungry. <laughs> so one of the big two supermarkets is reintroducing buying limits on frozen potatoes. Really? Yep. Oh, that's fair enough. So we've got a problem now. Uh, heavy rain and major flooding has affected the country's potato production, causing a 25% increase in the wholesale well, potato yeah, it's price. Of the floods, right? That's yeah. Right. So, um, yeah, so I heard this poor bloke the other day just saying, you know what, just give me a few more spuds, because I've got a couple of people that come to the fish and chip shop that don't mind the old potato cake. Yeah. But you golden arch blokes, you know, swim in, own, swim in your own lane. Yeah, yeah, stay in your own lane. I mean, lane. what are you going to do? You're going to sell beer battered fish Cause if, next? Because you know, you've said fish and chip guy started selling. Yeah, well, you're going to have your. your started that, selling Big Macs, he'd get sued. Oh, yeah, 100%. Right. Yeah, exactly. Stay so, in your lane, Mac. Stay in your lane. So, you know, and we won't be buying your scallop here in you Victoria. Can take your scallops. And in. especially at $3.40, allegedly, is yes. what I'm told. No, that's a lot of money. Anyway, that is a lot scallop. of money. Um, what would you like to share with me now for well, our listeners' entertainment? I just thought, I've, I've come across a new term for 2023. It's yep. um, a Nepo baby. Do you know what a Nepo baby is? Absolutely not. It's a, <laughs> it's a nepotism baby. A, a nepotism baby. So this is where you have a company and you give jobs to all of your children or your relatives right they're like the murdochs yes yeah i remember what i was going to tell you before so i'll come back to it but <laughs> this is the ultimate nepo baby story because yeah this is the story of the family that run louis vuitton moet hennessy oh. the luxury goods brand yes um and i think i've we've talked don't about they own before. don't they own i'll tell you what they own Everything. Tell you what they are. Everything. Everything. Yeah. So in wine, they've got okay, five to five or six divisions. Wine. Yeah. They own uh, Cape Mantel, whole lot of Chateau, Chateau de Quem. Yep. Whole lot of other ones in um, in uh, France. Cloudy Bay, Dom Perignon, Hennessy. Oh my God. Glenmorangie. Oh my God. Krug, Moet, and Chandon. Uh, Verve Clicquot. Right. They own all that. That's a hell of a list. Then in fashion. Yep. Um, Birkenstock, Christian Dior, Fendi, Givenchy, Kenzo, whatever that is, Louis Vuitton, yeah, Kenzo, of course, uh, Mark Jacobs. Yeah. Uh, they're the only ones. Stella McCartney, they're the only ones I know. Yep. Perfumes. Now, God, you've got all of these. Uh, Givenchy, Jolaine, um, Mark Jacobs, Beauty, uh, Christian Dior. Gee, Just wait. a couple. Just right? a couple. Watches. Bulgari. Hublot, Tag, Tag Hur, etc., etc. Yep. Then they've got uh, retail shops. They own a cruise line. Gee whiz. <laughs> yeah. They're going right. All sorts, all sorts of other stuff. So what they do, all those divisions, um, young um, Frederick, he's 28. He runs uh, Tag Hur. Oh, right? of course he does. Young uh, Alexandre, he's 30. He runs Tiffany's. <laughs> young uh, Delphine, she's running Christian Dior. Oh, my. Uh, he's got six kids and they all run one of the divisions. Have any of them got any idea what they're doing? Well, <laughs> this is a listed organisation and their market cap is 200 billion euros. Gee whiz. And that is an they epic. own, the family own 48% of it. <laughs> and the head is Bernard, this is Bernie, yeah. Bernard Arnold. Yeah. He's the richest man in the world now. Yeah. He's taken over I, from Muskie. Yes, I heard. I did hear that. So, so I read a, a different article, but it was about He's him. 73 now, and he's going to stay on till he's 80 because he can. Because and he then can. Uh, he's got to choose which of the kids take over. 
Oh. So nepotism babies are all fighting for you know that's like that show succession they're yeah, all fighting yeah, to be yeah, yeah, yeah. the next i tell you what, if he's half smart he won't let any of them run the whole thing he'll no, bring I in think somebody in uh, he's brought in uh, lately some uh, smart executives yep. and they'll be probably yep. safer let let them all than the children let, let the children run the divisions but let an independent right. oversit the lot Fair enough, too. So but I, that, I thought that was pretty interesting that with the danger. world's richest man has just got all his kids yeah. handing out jobs like lollies. <laughs> hey, I just said to you, I remembered what I was going to say to you before, that uh, in one of our early shows, we were talking about James Bond. Oh, Bondy, yeah. Yeah. That allegedly, from a very early age, when he was doing Bond in his early 20s... He had a week. He had a week. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, he did. He, he was rugged up. He was rugged or <laughs> plugged. <laughs> he was rugged, not plugged. This could be uh, a new show. Actually... This could be a new game for us. Nah, Rug or plugged? Nah. The, that terminology fits perfectly with James Bond. Rugged and plugged. <laughs> <laughs> so... Um, Yes. Uh, uh, so anyway, so we've talked about chips. Um, we talked about a lot of stuff, and we probably have to probably. Is it time to go? Probably head off now. We had enough. Yeah, I think we've had enough. All right. <laughs> so I'll talk to you more about Hazza. Um, yeah, we need to get that bloke I'm, on. I'm, I'm going to get old mate about the MSS and payroll robbery. About and pickleball. You're going to do pickleball, and yeah. we'll come back and do this again. Why wouldn't we? You've been listening to smoking guns. Yeah. See ya. See ya.